Hey guys, this is Frankie LaShare, and you're listening to another episode of Daddy's Curl Podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to give God thanks and praise for allowing me to see another day. Just allowing me to be here is such a blessing, just like it's a blessing for you guys to be here. Now, I would like to thank my family and my friends and everybody that's been supporting me with this podcast thus far. If you like it, please continue to like on Facebook. Also, share everything that I post. Um, If you like it, share it to others. Um, Also, your comments are welcomed. Um, If you like it, you don't like it, give me a post. Even if there's a topic that you'd like for me to talk about, to discuss, if you want to come on and have a discussion, you're more than welcome. I welcome everyone that wants to be a part to make this podcast successful. Now, today, my topic um, is a very special topic. The topic title is Don't Allow Your Dreams to Abort and Die. Now, I did post this on yesterday with the same title. However, as I listened to it, there are some things that I wanted to add that I had forgotten I forgot to add, so I just went ahead and redid this podcast. So you may hear some things that I did um, say on the last podcast. So some things may sound like it's a repeat, and it may may as well be. But um, there are so many things that um, I could discuss concerning this subject, and um, I kind of now wish that I had invited um, a guest, um, a guest, I'm sorry, to be a part of this, but, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this by myself. I can, I'm capable. I can do this. I got this. But anyway, again, the title is, um, don't allow your dreams, um, to abort and die. Now, um, the reason why I say that is because, I can think about some years ago when I had some ideas and I kind of, you know, ran it by someone and um, they were kind of like on the fence about, you know, about how they felt about it. And so the final uh, piece of the conversation, they were like, I don't know about that. I don't think you should. I mean, is there really money in that? And everything that you, that we do, you know, is not always about the money because I feel that your gifts will make room for you. So that means if it's going to put you on a bigger platform, if it's going to bring you more finances, more power to you. However, if you're going to do something, let it be something that you enjoy doing. Because that way, you know, it's more authentic and you know that it's truly from the heart and you're going to give your all and you're going to give your best. I mean, come on, think about it. Everyone or not everyone, but a lot of people have jobs that they really don't like, but they know that they have to make money to take care of themselves, to take care of their family and Lord knows to pay the bills. You can't have a, You cannot have a job um, in, in thinking that these things are going to pay itself. But on the flip side of that. Having something that you in love, that you enjoy doing, that you love doing, and the blessings of it is 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 blessing you with, as I said, with finances or just something that's giving you pleasure. It's not always about the income. It's not always about the money. But don't get me wrong. Like I said, 
It's good to have the financial blessing. It's great. But I feel that if it's something that you really, really are passionate about doing, your reasons cannot just be about the finances. So you have to make be mindful. When it's something that you really, really want to do, go for it. It doesn't matter what someone may think or what someone may feel. Because if someone tells you something negative and you let that stop you, then that means you're, letting, you're allowing someone to control your destiny. And the only person, well, God is always going, should be always the head. But other than God, you are the head of your destination, of your destiny. And if you're going to go forth, then you got to make sure that you got people that's going to be in your corner, be people that's going to surround you with support and love. If not, then what, you know, you're looking at a situation that can be aborted and it may die. And so yesterday when I was talking about getting the podcast together, um, I had the ideas and I had wrote, written things down. And I have my sister, my oldest sister, Erica, and a good friend, Kitch Dart. They were the two individuals that kind of gave me the idea and was like, you know, I'm, you know, we're in your corner. I'm backing you up. I think you got this. I think you can do it. I was the one that was not ready um, and not to go forth in that. It's not that I was waiting for them to say the right thing because they actually were saying the right thing, but it had a lot to do with me and the, and me having um, and me not being confident enough. And you know, we all sometimes um, have situations that happen in our lives, and we sometimes allow the situation to deter us or bring some type of halt and we can't move on. Now, the biggest definite, um, the, the biggest, um, I would, yeah, I would probably say the biggest situation that happened in my life was when my dad passed away last year, April, 2018. I mean, sorry, 2018. That was probably the biggest devastation ever for me. Um, my dad was always a big supporter in whatever I do, whatever I did. So I was always able to kind of go to him and say, Daddy, what you think about this? What you think about that? And he would get, be real. And he would say, yeah, I think you got it. And, you know, if it wasn't, well, you know, if you do it this way, I think you do. you got it. If you do it that way, you got it, Sheer, you got it. And so when you go from having someone in your life that you know you can go to and be real with, and they'll be real with you, to that person not being there anymore, it really could just, like, it's like a cylinder block just totally dropped on you. And it's like a, a ton of bricks, I should say, drop. And it's like, okay, how do I get up from this? How could I actually move on from this? And that's where I was at that time. You know, I'm like, okay, you're telling me that you, you're giving me this idea of a podcast, but do you understand what I'm going through? And at the time, nobody really knew because I didn't really share, you know, what I was dealing with mentally because I didn't really knew. I didn't really know everything of what I, I just knew that my dad was gone and that was it. 
So to come and talk to me about a new idea and, you know, I think you'll be well, you'll be doing, you'll do well in this. I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. It sounds good. But I I really, I, I was not in that place to actually accept what they were saying and run with it. So it took me a while to get to where I am right now. I had already started this idea um, and because I did think about it after I spoke with him. And I said, well, maybe I'll start. Maybe I'll try this out, see how it works. So I started researching more into podcasting. And then I, at the time, honestly, I didn't really know exactly what a podcast was and what it consisted of. I really didn't know. And then, you know, Kitchener gave me a lot of ideas on what I can do with a podcast and things that I can um, accomplish through having a podcast. And I said, okay, well, it sounds good. And, you know, I, I kind of slow walked, you know, the idea. And then at one point I just stopped altogether and people look out, you know, how's it, how's it going with the process of the podcast? Uh, it's coming along is what my response was. But really inside I was like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. And the reason why I said that is because I knew um, I wanted the, as I said, I wrote ideas down. I wrote some things down and I wanted to implement a lot of things, you know, about my dad. I wanted to have a lot of my dad mentioned, a lot of my dad saying, a lot of my dad's just a lot of things about my dad that I wanted to implement in my podcast because the whole reason behind a podcast is to carry on the legacy of my dad. So that means if I wanted to do that, I had to go back and relive some things that I necessarily did not want to relive or I just was not ready to relive. And that means I had to go and get into some of his music and remember some of the sayings that he would say, like, yes, love in the morning and this and, and, and things like that, or hold my hand, pastor. So I started getting overwhelmed because I felt like, okay, I can't do this. Daddy did this like that. And I can't do that like that. I cannot talk like that. I cannot say things the way he did, joke the way he did. So I was trying to do something and be someone that I was not. And I was trying to fill a shoe or shoes that I just could not fill. And so the funniest thing that happened or occurred that brought a light bulb on or a light turned on for me. Um, I went to sleep one night thinking about all of that, all of that thing about my dad and trying to do this and trying to do that with the podcast, it just kind of overwhelmed me as I was trying to go to sleep one night. And eventually, sleep found me, and I found sleep, <laughs> and I had a dream. And it's it's I laugh about it now because to me it's like hilarious. And I dreamed that I was talking to my dad. I don't know. I don't really remember if the if the dream was in the dream, if we were uh, talking face to face or it was a phone conversation, but I could hear his voice and I can hear it even now as I speak. In the dream, he says, Cher, you're not a DJ. <laughs> you know, and I was like, whoa, 
okay. You know, and, and eventually when I woke up from the dream and I'm thinking, light bulb came on. And I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. I get it. I see what he's saying. You're trying to be me. You can't be me. And that's what I that's what I realized. Okay, I got this. My parents instilled a lot in me, in my sisters and my and the grands as well. So all of us have a mixture of my dad in us. All of us have something that we can relate to my dad in some kind of way. I look at my, to my 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 nephew Caleb. He has a lot. He has ways with my dad. He's very. He has a very dry, comical thing about him. And I'm like, okay, that's daddy. And we laugh about that because he even learns sayings of that about my dad, and he uses them all the time. My other nephew, my oldest son Robert. I'm sorry, my oldest nephew Robert. He has a lot of my dad's ways. He believes in. Uh, my dad taught him how to be strong-minded, especially when it comes to um, finances. He liked to spend money. That's something he definitely got from my dad. But he is he's so responsible. And he believes in, my dad would always tell him, what are you going to do? He would say, take care of the family. And he believes in that. When someone is down or, or, or sick or not feeling well, he's concerned. He may not say a whole lot, but he'll stand there and just kind of look at you. Like, boy, move. I'm, I'm good. Why are you standing there? And that is something my dad used to do. He may not say a whole lot, but he would listen. And by you not saying much, it was actually speaking out loud. Silence speaks. And that's something that my I feel that my nephew, Robert, got from my dad. You know, he don't say a whole lot, but when it's time to speak, oh, he going to say something. And that was something that Robbie had, you know, and especially me and my sisters. A lot of times we joke around and we say a lot of things. I'm like, girl, you sound like daddy. You know, so it's a lot that my dad has instilled in us. And it's not for me to be my dad, to sound like my dad, to act like my dad, when even, even though they say I do. But it's for me to take what he gave me, what he passed on to me, the gifts that was given to him from God, he passed it down to me. So now all I have to do is take that and put my spin on it and do what I have to do, do what is going to make it good for me. And so every time I think about that dream, I'm like, okay, daddy, so yeah, you're telling me. You don't have to do this thing like I did, but that doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing it. It doesn't mean that you can't do it because I stand on that scripture, Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. God has given me the strength to do this. And like I said, a couple of months ago, back maybe September, October of 2018, I was at a standstill. I was like, no, the gifts that I got, I don't want to do it no more. I don't feel that I want to go on. And that's where I was until it's like I got that light bulb after the dream and my dad spoke to me in a dream. Take what you got and make it work for you. So I'm telling you, don't allow your dreams to abort and die. Anything that dies, it's hard to be resurrected. 
because you're going to go through so many doubts and so many fears and, and procrastination. That is something that really, I, I, I actually, I pray and ask God to take away procrastination because procrastination will keep you, just hold you back. Procrastination will keep you from moving forward. And when procrastination settles in, sets in, here comes fear. It's like they're holding hands, like they're playing tag on you. Now that you're doubting yourself and you're feeling like, okay, I don't want to, I can't, and this, and, and if I do this, what's people going to say? What are people going to think? And here comes fear. Fear like, I, I got this. Now I'll take over. Now you're actually afraid to step out. And as I said, I had things written down. I had ideas. I even had set goals of when I wanted to start the podcast. Oh, well, when Thanksgiving come, I'm going, that's going to be my first episode. Thanksgiving came, nothing. Then I said, okay, I'll push it back to Christmas. Christmas came, nothing happened. So now it's the new year. We're in January, the first month of the year. And here I got my podcast going on. And I'm like, I'm excited because I finally got what I needed to get where I need, where I wanted to be. And this is just the first, this is just the beginning stages of my podcast, but I'm going to push it with all that's in me, all that my dad instilled in me, all that my dad said, I know you can do it. Because I, as I sit here now, I may not be playing the music like my dad played and saying all the things that my dad said, but I know he's here. I'm I'm sitting behind a microphone. So that's my platform. And as I'm sitting here, it's like I feel my dad around me. I feel like he's sitting next to me, smiling. You got this. You got this. So that's what keeps me going. That's what pushes me and knowing that God has given me strength. I woke up this morning and I'm like, the first thing I, I gave God thanks for, for allowing me to open my eyes and see another day. And after that, I'm like, okay, what can I do today? What can I say that's going to inspire someone? What can I say that's going to make a difference in someone's life? What can I do that's going to be an impact? And that's my whole reasoning for even behind the podcast, because that's what my dad did. He played the music that the people liked. And if you listen and follow my dad on the radio, he would always say, we heard your cry. Meaning you were giving, you were requesting things. You wanted to give shout outs to family members and friends. And he was there. He opened up the lines so you guys can call in, give shout outs, or just to say hey. And he was doing that. Making the people smile, making the community happy, informing everyone with the community, the current events that was going on, inviting people to come into his show and give the, the news that was going on, what people knew, what people didn't know. He was doing that for the community. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to do as well. Because I know that I can do this. Because it was given to me. It was handed down to me. And it's a gift. So there are things that I started 12, uh, 2018 and even years past that I did not accomplish them. I did not finish them for discouragement. I, a lot of things I, I discouraged myself because of fear, because of procrastination, because of doubt. But those are the things I left in the past. It's called past for a reason. This is 2019, and everything that I did not accomplish or I did not finish in those past years, I am determined to do them this year. This year is going to be different from any year in my life. 
because I decide to make a decision that no one is going to stop me to accomplish the things that I know that I'm capable of accomplishing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same way you have to think. There are some people that start wanting to start businesses. They got their proposals together, and for whatever reason, they didn't move further in it. In it. So now this is your time, this is your season to go back and relive those things. Go op- go back and open those books and look through your notes that you have. There are some people that even wanted to be a book writer or be an author. But you changed your mind for whatever reason. You spoke to the wrong people. You got discouraged. Why? The only person that's going to that's going to keep you from doing what you're doing or what you should be doing is you. You are the one. And I've decided that I'm not going to be, I'm not going to allow even myself to keep me from moving forward. And that sounds a little weird or, you know, kind of crazy, but it's about mindset. How are you going to set your mind? People have new new year resolution every year. This year, I'm going to finish decorate my house. This year, I'm going to finally lose weight. This year, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it starts, but it never finishes. Because certain things come up and you kind of, and it, it moves further and further back. And you kind of forget about it. Well, this is not, this is not going to happen for me anymore. I'm not going to allow situations. There might, there are going to be some down days. I understand because it's a part of life. Every day is not going to be a perfect day. In life, we will have some rain. But you know what? When it rains, bring an umbrella. <laughs> when the storm comes, find shelter. Don't allow these things to keep you from moving forward. Don't allow these things to discourage you to the point where you just give up. Because if you give up, the people that you're supposed to reach, they won't ever be reached. Because everybody has has someone or some people that they're responsible for, whether you know that or not. So you cannot allow your dreams to abort and die. It is it's going to take steps. It's going to, it's a process. Everything doesn't come out fully grown. Have you ever seen a, a human, a fully grown human birth from a, from a mother? No, it comes out as a baby. And in order for that baby to grow, you have to feed it and nurture it. And you have to train it up. And then the, as the word, the Bible says, train up a child in the way that they should go. So that's the same thing with your dreams and with your ambitions and with your goals. Start out small. You don't have to say, okay, uh, this year I'm, I want to lose about uh, 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 100 pounds. This, it, I mean, in five months, I want to lose about 100 pounds. That's kind of, you know, a lot. That's a little bit much. Start off small. If you want to lose weight, let's try. Let's start off with 50 pounds or less than that. Don't put too much on yourself because if you put too much on yourself, You're going to become overwhelmed. And yeah, you are going to want to stop. And another thing, you have to be careful of the people that you allow into your circle. Once you get your plans together, once you, first of all, you pray about it. And when God gives you uh, an answer or go ahead on it, then that's when you start moving and, and, and strategizing. 
who I need to be in my corner. You might you need, you need to probably ask God about that as well. Because when you give people your ideas, they may want to take your ideas. They'll tell you, oh, yeah, that sounds real good. It sounds nice. Next thing you know, they're coming up with your ideas. And you're thinking, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. Where, where did I hear that before? So you have to be careful who you allow in your corner. You can't allow everyone to come there. Because I'm telling you, there will be the ones, the ones that you can't trust. There will be the ones that sit there and take up and suck up all your energy, all of your excitement about your ideas. And while you're doing all that, they're taking mental notes and they're thinking, yeah, that's going to be my idea. So you have to be very, very careful. Everybody you call a friend is not your friend. Believe me, trust me. I found that out and I understand. So I don't, Tell everyone everything that I'm doing or want to do. Only those individuals that I know that's going to support me, that has my back, that's going to pray with me, is going to encourage me. And guess what? Even if it doesn't work, even if the idea doesn't work, they're still saying that's okay. All we got to do is start over. We're going to go another, another direction, another avenue, take another avenue in this. And that's the kind of people that you need. Real people that's going to really tell you the truth. And it might be some positive criticism, but you can't allow that to discourage you either because you want to, you want to hear the positive criticism. That will help you to grow. And so in my closing, I came to the realization that you are the captain of your ship. You're the only one that can direct it where it should go. And you have to be careful who you allow to take that ride with you. They may want to drive and change your destination. And you may never get to where you need to go, or you may never you may not get there when you want to get there. It has to be people that's going to love you, support you in season and out of season. It doesn't matter as long as you got people there for you. And and the people in your corner may not be your family because everyone in your family, you know, sad to say, everyone in your family is not for you. They may not be happy for you in the decisions that you make, especially when it comes to something that's going to benefit you in a big way. You have to be careful. And if you have to be honest and say, you know what? I got this. I, I really don't need any help. You don't want to just... Well, some people are really, you know, just flat out real. Like, no, I don't want you in here, you know. But just honestly, I I think, you know, I got everybody that I need on my team right now. Thank you. You know, just be, you know, nice about it. And then if you want to, you know, however you say it. But just be careful of the people that you allow in your corner. So this will conclude the episode of Daddy's Girl Podcast. Listen, for those of you that like, continue to like, continue to share. And as I said, give comments. I really appreciate everything, all the comments, all the likes, and all the shares. And if you got a topic, something that you want to discuss, or something you would like for me to talk about or whatever, feel free to comment in the comment box and we'll we'll set it up. We'll get it cracking. So and I do want to leave you again with this scripture and I, I stand on that scripture. Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. 
I can't do anything that I do without the help of the Lord, and neither can you. So remember that. But until then, you have been listening to Frankie LaShare with another episode of Daddy's Girl Podcast. Be blessed.